Hello there, Game of Loans fans. I am here walking down the beautiful Grand Union Canal to do the intro to this here latest episode of the the, uh, Game of Loans podcast. I'm your host, Sam Norris, and on this episode, I'm just sharing with you a uh, a video, uh, or audio from a video that I've recently done for YouTube. So if you like watching stuff rather than listening to stuff, stop right there and go over to YouTube right now. Type in my name, Sam Norris, and you will find the channel and the latest video. Um, But I'm talking all about the impact of the of England base rate rise on the buy-to-let mortgage market. And the reason why this could be the, the temporary nail in the coffin until we get shit sorted. Um, so give it a listen and send me a message on Instagram at the T-H-E Sam Norris and give me a feedback. I'd be love, I'd uh, love to hear from you. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Grand Union Finance, the property investor's honest alternative to the standard mortgage brokerage. You know those ones that sit in the back of the uh, estate agents? Yeah, them. They're who I'm talking about. Um, Also, I have added in an additional um, type of one-to-one property strategy call. So usually they've been 30-minute slots. I've added in another option now where you can actually go and have a one hour slots with me. So if you want to have a a Zoom call, run through your property strategies, particularly um, in current market and talk all about the different types of finance that could be available, that you could utilize creative ways of using it to get you back on track with your property strategies in 2023, even though the Bank of England seemed to be really trying to derail everyone's property strategies this year check out the link in the uh, in the description in the show notes um, and you can book on a call for either a half an hour or now an hour with me to do that so look forward to speaking to you all let's get on with the podcast see you later five percent bank of england are you crazy does this spell the end of the buy to let mortgage market Hey guys, it's Sam here, the Property Investors Broker. Welcome back to my channel. Today we're talking about the fantastic news that the Bank of England has raised the base rate to 5% from 4.5% last week. Yes, on Thursday, the Monetary Policy Committee met and seven out of the nine members voted for the rate to be raised up to 5% from 4.5%. Yes, seven out of the nine members. The other two, by the way, voted to keep it the same, which is quite interesting. This was, of course, inevitable after we had the news the day before that the rate of inflation in the UK had not come down from 8.7% as it was in May it stays at 8.7 in June. The main way in which the Bank of England has been able to target inflation traditionally has of course been to raise the base rate. However, we are reaching that critical mass moment now where potentially they're gonna raise the base rate too much and it's gonna have a much worse long lasting effect on our economy, particularly for those of us that own properties. And let's talk about, especially in this video, landlords. How is this going to affect not only your current buy-to-let mortgages that you have that may be falling off their fixed rates over the coming months, but those of you that are actually looking to expand your portfolio, you need to take out buy-to-let mortgages. How is this going to affect you? Well, the bad news is it is going to have a really negative effect, unfortunately, on buy-to-let mortgages. Now, to understand this, we have to talk about the average price of properties in the UK and the average rental income. Now, the last time we heard from the Office of National Statistics, they let us know that the price of a property, or the average price of a property in England was £306,000. Whew, quite high, right? Whilst at the same time, we're hearing that the average rental income that a landlord in England is generating is £868. Now, why am I telling you all this, and what relevance has this got to the recent Bank of England base rate rise? Well, it all comes down to how much can buy-to-let landlords 
borrow at the moment on their mortgages. Traditionally, landlords have stuck to around 75% loan to value. That means they borrow 75% of the value of the property. So based on the figures that we've just looked at, 75% of 306 is 229,500. So how do lenders work out whether you can actually borrow 229,500? Well, mortgage lenders in the UK use something called a rental stress test calculator. And effectively what this is, is them working out, are you getting enough rent that we feel comfortable that you can make your monthly payment? Now you might think it was just simply as easy as saying, is the rent you're getting more than the money that you're gonna be paying out on your interest only monthly payments on your mortgage? That'd be quite simple, right? Well, unfortunately, lenders are a little bit more risk averse than that, and they add stress-tested levels to this. So let's go into that. In terms of stress-testing the interest rate, what they'll look at is what you're actually paying, what interest rate you're actually paying, and they'll generally add 2% to this figure. Now, at the moment, the average mortgage in the UK is 6%. So using this figure, and if we add that 2% stress test on, lenders are using an 8% figure for their stress testing. This means they will look at working out how much you will be paying on a monthly basis if you were actually paying 8% rather than 6%. But that's not enough stress testing for most lenders. Even though we've added 2% on to the rate that you're actually paying, they'll actually want to see that your rent is 125% of this figure, i.e. 25% more than this 8% monthly interest only amount. So there is a method to my madness and a reason why I've gone through this with you because the figures that we discussed earlier don't look good when we're chucking them into this calculator. So if we're taking our 306,000 as our average property value, we're timesing that by 75% to get the mortgage amount that we want, 229,500, and we're looking at the rental income, 868. Using this rental calculator, is it enough to get the amount that we want? Well, unfortunately, the answer is no. In fact, if we actually do this calculation, we're a long way off. Lenders will actually want to see that you're getting £1,912.50 in rent to get a £229,500, 75% loan to value, buy to let mortgage. That is over double what the average rent in, in England actually is at the moment. So. This is not looking good, and you can kind of understand why people are suggesting that buy to let is dead, because in reality, right now, people aren't just, just aren't gonna be able to get the buy to let mortgages that they want. So how does this affect new buyers? How does this affect remortgages? And what can we do to try and alleviate this pain? First and foremost, new buyers, okay. So you're buying the average property in England, you're getting the average rent in England it basically means that you're gonna to have to put in a lot more deposit because you can't get a 75% loan to value mortgage. Now, there are certain things that we can look at to help you get to that 75%. Now, some lenders will do something called top slicing. What top slicing basically is, is a way of adding your surplus income to the equation and topping up the mortgage that you can get. Most lenders that do this will have a calculator on their website that you can use to work this out. Although I, of course, recommend using a broker like myself and the team at Grand Union Finance. In addition to that, if we're using a five-year fixed rate product, a lot of lenders will actually use a much more flexible rental calculator. Essentially, instead of adding that stress-tested 2% onto the rate that you're actually paying, they'll just work it out on the pay rate. And what I mean by that is the rate that you're actually gonna be paying. In this instance, potentially 6%. Now, of course, if you're buying a property, another way of maybe getting around this is to follow some sort of buy refurbish refinance model, whereby you're actually buying a property 
under market value and you're raising the value and refinancing based on that. Of course, where you buy, what the rental market, what the sales market is in those little micro areas of the UK, those little micro markets will have an effect on this. So make sure you're working out your figures and make sure you're doing your research on your area. A lot of people at the moment are saying to me, Sam, there's no deals out there. I'm really struggling. What should I be doing? Well, unfortunately, guys, it is quite hard at the moment, but there are deals to be had. We get phone calls at Grand Union Finance every single day with new BRR deals. So they're definitely out there. We work through the figures and they do work. For more information on BRR and the strategy and how this works, make sure that you click the link up here to check out a video I've done previously. Now, what if you are an existing landlord and you are looking to refinance? Well, unfortunately, you may be in a little bit of a pickle because, as I've said previously, if we can't get to 75% based on those average figures, what happens then? Well, this is why we are hearing lots of news of landlords leaving the market en masse because they know that they're going to get to a stage where actually the rent they're getting is not going to allow them to get to the loan amount that they need to refinance. This essentially would mean that they might have to plough thousands, if not tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands back into their property portfolio over the next couple of years as they look to reduce their loan amounts so that they could adhere to these really tricky stress tests. Of course, selling your property is only one way of doing this. Now, what another way potentially is to raise your rent. And that's why we're also hearing loads of news that the average rent is increasing in the UK. Basically, landlords are being forced to put up their rent so that they can actually adhere to these rental stress tests. They're not greedy, horrible people, I assure you, YouTube. <laughs> they are good people. I work with so, so, so many of them. And they are just doing this so that they can wash their face, so they can refinance, so they're not actually making a loss on a monthly basis. What others are potentially doing as well is they are converting their properties. A lot of our clients are transferring their properties from being, say, a C3 family home into a C4 HMO. You can do this in most areas using permitted development rights, which allows you to convert a family home into a small HMO. And of course, if you're renting your properties out on a room by room basis, there's a good potential you're gonna get a much higher income from that, and then you're gonna be able to adhere to the stress tests a lot easier. Some of my clients are also renting their properties out on a service accommodation basis, which means that they are renting um, their properties on a short-term basis through things like booking.com or Airbnb. Now we do have to be warned of the fact that most lenders will take a standard AST rental, like family unit rental, as part of their stress test rental calculator still on this. But if you're struggling in terms of actually getting a decent rent and you're potentially gonna be actually losing money, this could be a way of actually getting around that. Of course, lastly, you could look at renting your property to a social housing provider or a local housing association who typically will rent that property out from you and house individuals in the room. Now, you're not necessarily gonna be getting HMO sort of levels of income from that, but potentially you will be getting slightly more than you would normally. Lenders will take this into account as part of their rental calculator, although not very many lenders are comfortable with social housing leases. So make sure you get in touch with me and the team at Grand Union Finance if you're looking to do this, because we can advise you properly. So there we have it, guys. Is the buy-to-let market dead? Is the property market falling apart? Let me know in the comments what you think. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. For me personally, I think buy-to-let has become increasingly difficult over the course of this year and it doesn't look like it's showing any signs of stopping with potential rate increases still coming our way over the next few months if we don't see a significant drop in inflation. But for now, there's lots that we can do. Stay positive, guys. If you need any help with anything to do with your mortgages, make sure that you get in touch with me and the team at Grand Union Finance using the link in the description below, and we're gonna help you out. Thanks for joining me on this video. See you on the next one.
Yep, that's it. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end of the episode, guys. If you have enjoyed this episode or any of the other Game of Loans podcast episodes, please, I would ask you a massive favor to leave a five-star review. It massively helps me grow the podcast and reach more people that will hopefully enjoy the episodes as much as you have. Thank you so much in advance for this, and I'll hopefully see you on the next episode.